What's up, my friends? Welcome to Good Human, a show on the Cheap Seats Network where we chat about wellness, lifestyle, navigating this crazy world, and just doing our best to be a good human. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode. And thank you so much for tuning in. You can't see me right now, but I'm making a heart with my hands, like the little heart hand emoji. You already know the drill. We are cracking open a cold one with the girlies. We being me and girlies being you. And girlies is a gender neutral term in this house. Today we have just a classic lemon spindrift. I'm always coming back to the lemon spindrift. It's just the best. Mm. Today's one of those topics that I'm so very passionate about and I have like four pages in a notebook just kind of like brain dumped on this topic. So hopefully I can organize my many thoughts into a way that makes sense. Today, we're chit-chatting about having a healthy girl summer. And no, that's not like how to get a summer body, working out on vacation, that girl kind of aesthetic. We're talking about forging a healthy and happy relationship with our bodies. We're going to talk about body image. I'm going to share some of my summer essentials and some travel tips, some things to make you feel good like pre and post traveling, and then also some things I do while I'm traveling. It's like a mental healthy girl summer because I think your mindset and your mental health is like the foundation of everything. So let's dive in. Now that we've entered July and we're hitting like peak summertime, I wanted to talk about the subject because summer used to be like my biggest fear. I would start counting down the weeks until a vacation that I had in like January so that I knew how many weeks I had to like get into shape by the time my vacation rolled around. And then of course, by the time the vacation happened, I still hated the way I looked. Like didn't matter how much I worked out, didn't matter what I did leading up to it. I still was unhappy and spent a lot of the vacation thinking about my body, thinking about what I was eating, thinking about what I was doing and not living in the moment and like having a good time, which is so sad to think back on. The last thing you want is your memories of summer or your vacation to be about how much you hated your body. And that's literally how I feel. Like, when I look back at pictures from my early 20s, that's what comes to mind, and it sucks. So let's talk about it. And I wanted to share just some things that have kind of helped me gain a better relationship with my body and with my self-image. And these are always the things that I come back to when I start to feel myself, like, dipping into that negative self-talk again and being really critical of the way that I look. This is what I come back to. The first thing I always think about whenever I catch myself saying not so nice things about myself is like my body is what it is. What is being mean and critical to myself going to change in this moment? Like my body looks the way that it looks. Me telling myself all these horrible things about myself is not going to change that. So what are we doing here? Like what what is this? What is the point of this? Like just thinking logically. Nothing I say is going to change the way that I look. It's just going to make me feel worse about myself. So let's cut it right here. I feel like we can also all relate to that feeling of looking back at old pictures of yourself, knowing in that moment you hated the way that you looked, but realizing now that you looked completely fine. I try to also remind myself of that because I don't want to end up in that same cycle. Like I don't want to look back at pictures of myself right now and be in that same mindset where like, I looked fine. Like, what was I doing? What was I thinking? Why was I saying such horrible things to myself when I looked amazing? And a quote that really helped me stop chasing after a body type, especially in the summertime, is the 
do you want to be smaller or do you just want to be confident? Because like, let's pause and think about that for a second. I've talked about it before, but I just always in the past felt like I needed to be smaller. No matter how small I was, I was not small enough. And I thought once I finally was small enough, once the size was low enough, once the number on the scale was low enough, then I'd be happy because that's what the world tells you. And it took me finally realizing that I didn't want to be smaller. I just wanted to feel good. I just wanted to be confident. It's never about your appearance, ever. It's always about your perception. And if you've ever gone through like a transformation physically, gained weight, lost weight, changed your body in some way and still felt like shit about yourself, then you know what I mean. Like it's a mental thing that you have to kind of unlearn in order to start to feel good in your body because it will never be enough no matter what you do if you don't fix the mindset part. Which I asked you guys on Instagram just some questions about body image and how you feel in the summertime months and A, the majority struggles with body image either persistently or sometimes you do so that's totally normal like we're all in the same boat but everybody that voted like yes I struggle or sometimes I do were people of all different shapes and sizes. And guess what? The people that voted that they don't really struggle with body image issues and they feel content in their body were also of all different shapes and sizes. And not that it matters in general, like what you look like at all, but it just goes to show that it doesn't matter what your body looks like, you can still have these feelings. There's no right or wrong way to look and this is something that everybody has struggled with at some point or another. But back to the mindset piece, so much of this is working through your mentality. The relationship that you have with your body starts up in up in your noggin. It doesn't just change if you change your physical appearance. And something that I'm currently struggling with is acknowledging that all of this applies to skin as well. I struggle with hormonal acne and oh, it's so hard for me because I can implement all of these things surrounding my body like neck down. But then when it comes to my skin, I am still so stuck in this trap of letting my skin and how it looks control my life and how I feel about myself. And same thing goes with the, it's never about your appearance, it's about your perception. I used to have the most clear skin, it was glowy, and I picked it apart. It was never enough. If I had one little breakout or some blackheads or some texture on my forehead, I was so upset over it and now I look back and I'm like, you silly, silly, silly girl, if you only knew what was coming. So since all of this kind of starts up in the mind, let's talk a little bit more about that. I find it really healing to ask why and kind of play through scenarios with myself when I'm feeling some type of way. And you can really do this with anything, but specifically things you're insecure about. I've been trying to do this with my skin. So like, Girl, what, what am I trying to prove? What am I trying to prove by having clear skin? Like, I'm always trying to cover it up and hide it. Why? Say I don't cover up my skin and people see it. What's gonna happen? Like, what am I afraid of? And literally saying these things and walking through these things can really help you take your power back. Because I think the reason why we often feel insecure about things is because we feel like other people have the power in those situations, more specifically, the power to judge us, but when you really walk through the scenarios, you're taking your power back. And it also might help you realize how silly it is, and I don't want to use the word silly necessarily because if you feel some type of way about something, that's valid, but for me, like with my skin, 
why am I hiding my skin so much? What am I afraid of if somebody sees my breakouts? I'm afraid people are going to think I'm, like, ugly or gross. People are going to stare at me. People are going to, I don't know, like, what does any of that impact who I am at all? It doesn't. And people are not thinking about you as much as you think about you. That's the other thing. Like, we live in our own heads. We're thinking about ourselves all the time. Nobody else is walking around thinking about you as much as you think of you. Which is another refreshing realization. Because people are not hyper fixated on your insecurities like you are. They're thinking about their own insecurities. Like, we're all just walking around with our own problems and insecurities, hoping that others like us and aren't judging us. And for what? If we all realize that we all feel this way, then it's a lot less scary. I do want to interject because I feel like anytime I talk about these sort of subjects, I do want to acknowledge that sometimes it's not just insecurities, that there are people out there who are literally discriminated against because of their body, so I fully recognize that. And while that's not something that I feel equipped to talk about, I really want to have someone who is on the podcast to kind of open up that conversation because that is absolutely needs attention brought to, but I'm not the person to do that because I don't face those problems. So stay tuned for a potential episode on that and about body positivity, the origins of it, and what it actually is. But today we're going to talk a little bit more about body neutrality because that is something that I have found really, really helpful in this body image journey. And that looks like taking the emphasis off my body, realizing that my body doesn't carry my worth. Like, your body doesn't make you a good person, a good human, a good human, if you will. Having a flat stomach or smooth skin or a fat ass or whatever doesn't make you worthier or smarter or kinder or funnier or more likable or anything. Your body is a body. It is simply the vessel that carries who you are. In just existing in my body without focusing on my size, my weight, what I looked like has been so powerful. And this also has included putting a greater focus on what my body does for me. Your body allows you to do so many incredible things and it has nothing to do with the way it looks. My body allows me to walk and cook and write and eat good food and do all of the things that I love to do. And like I always say, Everything in life is truly about finding what works best for you. But viewing my body this way and being grateful for all of the things it allows me to do and separating what's inside from what's on the outside has helped so much. And I always, always, always go back to the treat yourself like a friend. And I actually think it's way more powerful if you think of it as treating yourself how you treat your younger self, like yourself as a child. Ooh, take a knife and put it through my heart because that one cuts deep. If I think about it too much, I will start crying because I would never, never be mean to my younger self. Like really envision yourself as a child and what that child needs and the love and care and nurturing that they need and give that to yourself right now because you deserve it the same way that they did especially if you didn't have that growing up as a child, give it to yourself now. Something that also comes to mind when I really think about being deep in the throes of self-hatred and negative self-talk, specifically around my body, it felt so impossible to ever get out of that. Like, I truly thought that's just how I was going to live the rest of my life. 
And it's really hard for me to articulate what changed and make like a 10 step process on how I went from literally despising the way that I look, tearing myself to shreds to where I'm at now. Because there is no one podcast episode or one tip or one Instagram post that will change everything and completely heal your body image. It was a lot of little things that kind of just got me thinking differently and a lot of consistent effort to unlearn all of the things that the world taught me. That's why we feel these ways. Because of societal expectations that are put on us, because of beauty standards, because of the patriarchy. Like, we aren't this way for no reason. And I don't ever want anyone to feel shame or guilt surrounding this because look at the world we live in, look at the world we grew up in. Like, it's no wonder that so many of us struggle with this. So just know that if you're in the boat where it feels so impossible that you can never get out of the space where you're constantly beating yourself up, it just takes time and a consistent effort to like rewire your brain in a way. It's a journey and it's a process. So if you're struggling this summer with body image, I really encourage you to seek out the positive, even if it feels so fucking weird and wrong because it's going to, but your brain believes what you tell it. So say nice things to it because if you're constantly flooding your brain with negative things about yourself, it's going to believe it. It does not know anything but what you reinforce. So make it some good stuff. Even if you're not actively struggling with negative self-talk and a negative body image, I would encourage you to try this out. So let's all practice saying some nice and positive things. So every morning or before you go to bed, say something nice about yourself and then say something that you're thankful for or excited for. If you want to make the nice thing about yourself, about your body, you can or not, whatever feels good. So you could say like, I love my laugh or I love my eyes. And then I'm thankful for my warm bed or... I'm excited to feel the ocean on my feet. Do this every day. It'll take two seconds, something nice about yourself, something you're grateful or excited for. You can write it down, which is usually what I do in these circumstances, but I think something even more powerful is looking yourself in the mirror. Again, it's gonna feel absolutely so weird and so wrong, but I'm gonna challenge myself to do this looking in a mirror. Just do it every day for a week to start out and see how you feel. But if you do this every day, for a solid month, it is shocking how much better you feel, not only about yourself, but just about life in general. Because again, if you're constantly being negative, your brain just perceives all the negative and picks out all the negative. You're basically training yourself to see the bad in everything. Whereas if you're just generally putting good vibes and positivity out into the world, that's what your brain's gonna pick up on before the negative. So we're doing this together. One nice thing about yourself, one thing you're thankful or excited for. Because guess what? We're feeling good this summer, okay? Do that. Get yourself some swimsuits that you love and feel comfy in, regardless of what size they are, and get ready to have lots of fun and make lots of memories this summer. So shifting gears a little bit, let's dive into my summer essentials. First of which being comfy bikinis. Bikinis that you feel good in. A couple of my favorite brands are Aerie, of course. I feel like Aerie always kills it in the swim game. It's comfortable. It doesn't, like, make me feel weird or dig in. Always love an Aerie bikini. Toluca, Whitney Simmons co-owns that brand, but I have a bunch of bikinis from them, and I absolutely love every single one. They also have a really good size range. They go from extra small to 4XL, I think. 
And then a small business that I love is Svia. The sizing is not the most inclusive though. I think it only runs from a small to a large, but I love the bikinis I have from that brand. It is a small business and all of their marketing and advertising and like the mission around it is really inclusive of people of all different shapes and sizes and colors. So I really hope that they can expand their sizing at some point. But a bikini that I feel comfortable in is a summer essential. Next up is a good SPF. If you follow me on Instagram, I'm constantly posting on my story reminding you to slather up in your SPF. It doesn't matter if it's summer. It doesn't matter if it's winter. It doesn't matter if you don't go outside. Put on your SPF. A couple of my favorite brands for sunscreen for your face is Biosance has a mineral sunscreen that I absolutely love. Sometimes mineral sunscreens can leave a pretty bad white cast, but the Biosance one does not at all and it leaves me feeling really glowy. I also love Elta MD, but I will say that the non-tinted one does leave a bit of a white cast. However, the tinted one, A++. Love it. Frey also has an amazing sunscreen. It's a chemical sunscreen, so it's not mineral. If you're sensitive to stuff or have like acne-prone skin, that's why I switched to a mineral sunscreen. Chemical sunscreens were just starting to irritate me a little bit when I started to break out, but if you don't have any issues with your skin or sensitivity, you should be fine with either one. So the one from Frey, I used to love. It used to be my holy grail sunscreen. Also no white cast, but chemical sunscreens don't usually have a white cast. I think, and don't quote me on this, but I think chemical sunscreens kind of go, mm, I'm about to spread false information. Mineral sunscreen, I think like lies on top of your face and like reflects the UV rays off of your skin. Whereas the chemical sunscreens absorb the UV rays. And again, I'm not a scientist, so please don't quote me on that. Chemical sunscreens don't leave white casts, as far as I know. So the one from Frey, I love. I have a discount code, ABBYW, if you want to use that. Frey also has a body sunscreen that I love, 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 love. I've been using it for years. It's not like thick or sticky or gross or weird like some body sunscreens, so also love that one. But no matter what brand you're choosing this summer, please make sure you wear sunscreen, especially if you're out and about bebopping in the hot sun, on the beach, living your best life on a boat, etc. Next up is a reusable water bottle. We gotta stay hydrated, queens, okay? I love my Yeti because it keeps everything really cold, so she's a summer essential for me, but just make sure you have some vessel that can contain water to keep you hydrated, please. Rattling off a few more of my summer essentials, we have claw clips. Duh, utterly obsessed. I have been rocking a claw clip every day of my life for the past like two years. I get mine off Amazon. Linen button ups, love, love, love. Throw over like a little denim short tank top number. Speaking of denim shorts, Abercrombie has the best denim shorts. I also love a biker short. Aerie has the best biker shorts. Get yourself some hats for the beach. Again, protect that skin. Protect your scalp. I think we forget about that. That is also skin and it will also burn. And the last one is self-tanner because again, I'm trying to sort of minimize sun exposure as I'm getting older. I used to fry myself out in the sun to get as tan as possible each summer. That's not really my vibe anymore, but I do still want to have a little bit of a summer glow so I love a self-tanner. I have tried so many self-tanners in my day. 
And the one that I always seem to go back to, which is really random, is the Jurgens one. Like, out of all of the big-name self-tanners, I'm running to Target and getting the $12 Jurgens bottle. The one that I always used to get is Jurgens Natural Glow Instant Sun. It's a mousse. And I went to Target like a month ago to pick it up again because I'm not loving the other self-tanner that I've been using lately. And I grabbed it. It's in a, like a brownish bottle. And I grabbed it thinking that it was Jergens, and it's not. It's L'Oreal New Sublime Bronze Water Mousse, okay? The water is kind of a game changer. And I was not aware that this was not only not Jergens, but water until I'm pumping it out onto my mitt. It says to just use your hands. Girl, I am not trying to do that. That sounds like a recipe for orange hands. So I pumped this little water mousse onto my mitt and spread it around. It smells so delicious. It smells like coconuts. It smells like the beach. And I know stuff with fragrance in it isn't always the best for you, okay? But I have to live a little sometimes. And this stuff smells delicious. It leaves a little bit of a color when you're rubbing it in so you can see what you're doing with it, which is really important and what I immediately got nervous about because it's a water I didn't know if I'd be able to see where I was applying it. You can a little bit, but the tan that develops from it is fantastic. And the problem that I have with most self-tanners is when I'm washing it off the next day. Because if you don't wash it off and you start to sweat, you get it all over your clothes, okay? Like you need to rinse it. But sometimes I apply self-tanner and I shower the next day and it's all gone and I don't understand what I did incorrectly. That did not happen with this. It's been like a week and I feel like I can still see the glow. So this might be the new fave. So if you're trying to preserve your skin like me, get yourself a good self-tanner. Perhaps try this L'Oreal water mousse. I'm, I'm digging it. Moving along to some wellness travel tips because we're all trying to feel our best and sometimes when you travel it's easy to not feel your best. Especially if you have a sensitive little body like me. I feel like I am so sensitive to everything. Being in a plane, being away from home, being away from my bed, being out of my routine really affects me sometimes. So these are some of my little travel tips to ensure that we're staying well and having a good time and feeling good. First of which I already kind of mentioned, and that is hydrate, 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 hydrate. Planes and the sun will dehydrate you. So bring that empty water bottle to the airport with you. You can fill it up once you get past security. Drink water before the plane. I know, I know, you don't want to have to pee on the plane. It is a delicate balance. I feel you there. But try your best to drink some water before the plane while you're on the plane and then drink water while you're at the dang beach. Fiber is the next one, all right? Pooping is so important. And when you travel, sometimes things get a little backed up and you can't quite get your normal business done. So let's up that fiber. I'm talking fruit, like apples are high in fiber, veggies, oats, flax seeds or chia seeds. Chia seed pudding, I think, is a really good little beach breakfast. If you have even just a mini fridge in your hotel room, get some chia seeds, mix it with some liquid, top it with some fruit in the morning, bada bing, bada boom, you have your morning poop. And last but not least is keeping somewhat of your normal routine. This helps me feel my best on vacation, but it also helps me not feel so overwhelmed coming home trying to get back into my usual groove. So for me, that looks like taking walks, journaling, making sure I'm getting enough sleep, doing my little skincare routine, and taking my vitamins. That might sound like a lot, but for me, those are kind of like my non-negotiables 
when I'm away from home because I know if I don't do those things, I'm not going to feel good. And then when I get home, I'm like already still in my normal grooves and routines a little bit. But I do want to talk about post-travel routines and kind of getting back into the groove post-vacay because I always feel like I really put a lot of pressure on myself to get back to my usual routines and feeling settled in again. And I just want to remind you that there's no timelines, no rules. If it takes you three days or three weeks to feel fully settled back in, that's fine. But I wanted to share a few of my post-travel things that I do to, again, help me feel my best. First of which, I never do. I know I need to do. I'm saying it now so that I reinforce it so I do it, and that is unpack right away. I'm the worst. I'm the worst at this. I don't unpack. I'll get out all my dirty clothes and kind of start doing laundry, but I kind of won't unpack until I need those items. So, like, until... I do my skincare at night, my skincare is staying in the suitcase. Until the next time that I wear makeup, the makeup is staying in the suitcase. And I really want to get better at this because a cluttered home feels good to no one. And I'm trying to get a little bit more organized with my house and my life. So unpack ASAP. The next thing that always makes me feel better is getting groceries pretty soon after I get home because I am an actual monster if I don't have access to food. And I don't want to be spending money on Uber Eats because I just spent all my money on the vacation. So right when I get home, making sure that I restock the fridge is so key. Also, there is nothing like coming home to a clean house. So do your future self a favor and clean your house before you leave. The other thing that really helps me is writing down my routines. Like actually making a checklist of everything that I want to get back into doing, like morning routine or nighttime routine. And even just focusing on a few of them because it's unrealistic for you to get home and think that you're just going to jump back into your usual day-to-day. But at least writing it out and like getting it on paper so I can see it in front of me helps keep it top of mind. And last thing is schedule time to recoup. Use some extra PTO, okay? Nobody wants to get home on a Sunday and have to go to work the next day. So if you can, use an extra day of PTO. Take a full extra day to kind of recoup, unpack, get groceries, and do what you need to do so that you don't feel so, so, so overwhelmed jumping right back into work. So those are my wellness travel tips, things to ensure that I'm having a mentally healthy girl summer. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you have just the happiest of summers. We're feeling good about ourselves. We're not worrying about what we look like. We're not picking ourselves apart. We're being nice to ourselves and we're making super fun memories. As always, if you have a topic suggestion or want to chit chat with me, you can find me on Instagram at goodhumanpod or at abby underscore wellner. And with that, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. I will talk to you next Tuesday. Have the best week and until next time, see ya.